the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. During the next two hours, our experts will help you with your gardening questions when you call 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Or come by Millburgers during the show and have your question answered in person. And now it's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930. 30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with uh, Dr. Calvin Finch, Mark Peterson, and uh, your calls, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Operator is standing by. We just have one operator. Yeah, no, he's really good, though. He is good. He's, he does the work, too. Uh, so uh, give us a call and be a part of the show. What's and there's going? three of us here. We do the work of two. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's sad, but true. Yeah. All righty. We won't tell you who's who's not pulling their weight. Or is it, it is shared? Uh, Kaz, that was nice of Calvin. It's shared. So, okay, give us a call and be a part of the show. Or come on out. It's an absolutely gorgeous day here at Millburgers. And apparently, as we talk about gardening hormones, the gardening hormones have kicked in because there's a lot of folks out here and they're all kind of eyeballing different stuff. Yes, sir. Oh, did you? No, I was just getting ready. Okay. So 210-308-8867. When we left you yesterday with no time to spare, Mark Peterson said, all right, when we come back tomorrow, I'm going to tell you things you should be doing right now, right this minute. And That's right. All right. So... Are we ready to jump into that? Calvin, yeah. are you ready? Ready, 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 ready? Here we go. Here we go. Why is Calvin staring at me? Because uh, well, he, I was just he wondering re- if you all remembered what we were uh, I know. That's what I said. Yeah. So we kind of left off talking about maintenance. Maintenance. Yesterday. And so I uh, am a member of several uh, web internet gardening communities. Okay. And the persistent question right now is... Can I cut or trim or prune my garden? And the answer is yes. Oh. Traditionally, the last week of February, first week of March is the time to get out in the garden, talking about garden hormones, Mm -hmm. Uh, get out in the garden and start pruning back all your perennials and all the winter-killed dead material. Uh, It's not dead. It was sleeping. Yeah. And now it's a, it's slowly awaking, and you want to trim back all that dead material. Now, the controversy is how much you trim back. You know, oh. s- some people are always afraid to cut. And cutting, sure. cutting does not mean killing. Okay. So, it did never? No, it never did. Okay. So get out there. Get your sharp. See, you should have been sharpening all your tools. Remember yesterday oh. I said sharpen your lawnmowers? Yeah. Now, all your tools should be uh, should have been sharpened 
over the winter. What if they're not? Well, then you go out and do it right uh, now. Yeah, go okay. out and do it right now. Oh, shoot. And today. That was close. So, yeah, today. And then uh, you go out and you prune. Now, I kind of it was general. Uh, I like to prune back to three inches to the ground, above the ground. Three okay. inches above the ground, not okay. the ground, above the ground. It's got to watch my words here. Uh-huh. Uh, some people like to go six inches above the ground, half a foot. Okay. Uh, so anywhere, it doesn't matter. Anywhere, three inches to six inches above the ground, you may prune. Okay. Um, so question for you. Does it matter what you're cutting back? It does. Aha. Uh-huh. I was just looking at these uh, wonderful... Are those lantana? Irises that oh, are, oh, are, are up there above six six inches already. So that's a great great question because Thank nothing, you. nothing irritates me more oh, dear. than uh, landscape crews that pruned severely the ornamental grasses, particularly oh. Lindheimer, Muley, and some of the other Muleys. They, they make little globes out of them. No. Make little globes out little, of them? Little globes. Uh, you see this around town. They prune them back really severely. Oh, okay. And then all that comes up in the springtime is a few sh- uh, sprouts, a few leaves on one side. You know, they don't have to prune them. Okay. They don't have to prune them at all. So I was going to... Oh, okay. Uh, For they which, just give them a little, little shave off the top. So the questions I was going to ask about were... Um, Ruelia, regular Ruelia that has died. I was just going to mow it down. What, that, kind, what, that, what, what kind of Ruelia? Just the, you know, the, 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 the tall uh, the, one, the, the natural. Oh, the, the, the Mexican petunia. Yeah, yeah. but, oh, but the not the dwarf. Ones? Yeah, the, the big one that y'all go, oh, my God. Yes. Uh, we uh, we, the, we the, had that at the, the extension o- office. The OMG It was one. out robbing yeah. things at night. Yes. It was just horrible. You may prune that <laughs> one right down. Right yeah. down to the ground? Right, right down to the ground. Th- or three inches, my, my kind of my guide. Uh, okay. And uh, Blue Plumbago? That, you can prune back that down to the ground. Okay. Or to the green, what we like to say. Prune to the green. Okay. Because it's more sh- a shrubby material. Yeah. But what you'll find is that it dies back to the ground anyway. Okay. So you just Just cut it down to the ground. ground. Yeah, I mean, Blue Plumbago, gotta, you got to love it. Because it just it just takes all kinds of abuse and it's it's the famous Mark ones of 2020. Oh, they're all dead. They're all you just go oh, out. Oh my and gosh, them. no, no, and they blue, came back. They came back. Blue Plumbago probably well, came back just to spite you. Yeah. What did he say about us? Oh heck no. Yeah. We're gonna come back. We're we're gonna torment Peterson. <laughs> uh, let's see. But it is nice to see. Okay, so I'm gonna go look at everything. Uh, what was it? I think the, I'm trying to remember where I, I was. I'm always amazed by nature. Nature's wonderful. And I'm starting to see little bitty leaves on things that are coming yes. out. Yes. I think the Vitex is where uh, I saw it the last time, but that may not be right. Uh, I saw, uh, Trace and I were talking, and uh, we think it's everything's about a, about a week early. Okay, that's not terrible. So the traditional time was last week in February or first week in March. And that kind of was dependent on the weather. And so I think everything's a little early, so go out there and prune right now. All right. So that's one of the things I can be doing right now. Oh, um, and 
Are these groups that you're a part of, are they private groups? No, they're, they're on the Internet. Um, uh, I was surprised they, they did ask you for some information. Are they on Facebook? or? Yeah, Facebook. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, they wanted to know who you were and, right. uh, and if you had any skills, which was kind of debatable. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, then, then you got placed into uh, another group, uh, just a casual watcher or oh. a, a moderator or someone who manages the whole site. Oh, okay. So, there's some really excellent people on these sites. I bet. It sounds fun. A lot of them are former extension people. Oh. I don't hold that against them. Ooh, he went there. All right, 210-308-8867. If you've got a question on something, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. What else should we be doing now? Well, we talked about composting yesterday. Yes, we did. Uh, This is an excellent time to compost, both the lawn and your beds. Okay. Can I... Uh, we had Trace's method with the get the bag here and then drag it and mm-hmm. kind of with and do the rake upside down. The bow rake? The yeah, bow. he calls it a bow rake. I just call it an iron rake as okay. to differentiate that between a leaf rake. So um, I think I know the answer, but I'm not sure. Um, can I put too much compost down? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you can in the short term. Okay. Tell me what that means. Well, generally, people are amazed when you say, well, just put half an inch down. Some people even put a quarter inch down. Mm -hmm. And uh, because that's not a huge presence, but uh, it's amazing what kind of impact it can have, even though it's uh, just not a lot of quantity. It's easy. It makes it also an easy task to do, too. You don't have to. I mean, it's... It's not a lot of precision. I've seen people, uh, yeah, I've seen people try to measure, but yeah, the, the, it's hard to be precise with a, a half an inch of uh, compost over the lawn, and you don't yeah. need to be. So, you could smother it for the short term. That's very temporary. Okay. And then do I? So I'm going to put the compost down. I don't guess I wet it in or anything, do I? Yes, you water it in. Water well, I do it water, in, water it in. in. Oh. Okay. Tell me what that means. Water it in, water it in, water it in. Okay, but am I out there all night starting at no, six o'clock no, in the no, evening no. and just and just going Thank you please for, please for, Mark help me. I'm, help I'm, me. Oh, it's, I have it's a bad problem morning. with assuming things, so <laughs> yes. Thank you for bringing me back. Okay. No, you you just can stand out there with the hose. And, okay. Uh, and moisten it. Moisten about, it, there you go. How about moisten? Okay. Okay. So moisten it after putting it down. Yeah. And then when do I moisten it again? Next day? Next week? Yeah, next week. Oh, wow. Okay, that's not bad. So basically on my watering day. Yeah. So put it down. That's kind of where I was going. Okay. All right. So let's see. Oh, and do I do it? I know I do it in the yard. What about on the beds? Yeah, same thing. Okay. Same about a quarter to a half inch is what I do. Okay. Um, The one great thing, and I'm glad Trace is coming up. Uh, sure, we uh, all are. Which I kind of stressed yesterday was <laughs> you increase the water holding capacity uh-huh. of the soil so much. 
Yes. By adding compost, by simply adding compost. So it can give similar results to fertilizer, but you shouldn't use it in lieu of. Okay. I just said that to make me sound smart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It sounded very official. Okay. Yeah. As per, in lieu of. As per, yeah. yeah okay. So don't use it instead of. I'm, I'm going for just plain old 10-cent words. Uh-huh. Um, and that does happen quite a bit. As we know, when we get people that call and say, you know, we get into the conversation trying to figure out why they're not getting a response and then. Their their fertilization yeah. turns out to be just compost yeah. or so or, or yeah. it does, uh, some two percent material. Yeah. yeah, it does have nitrogen. Compost right. does, but not as much as you need for certain plants and vegetables. And All it's right. certainly a slow release. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna go back to that in a second because. Uh, I have another weird question, but Tom is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Tom. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on with your citrus trees? Well, I'll tell you, I've got some uh, Satsuma. Well, I've got a, a variety of different mandarins that I, I've planted. They're probably in the ground about a year and a half. And uh, one grapefruit tree. And I was just curious about when or and if you can give me any guidance on pruning them when i should prune them and how much i should prune at this point they're relatively i mean they're small trees still i do have a, a moderate amount of growth surprisingly i would think well for me it's surprising below the graph and i assume that needs to come out but i was just wondering about pruning the rest of the tree or trees well, I don't. So even, do you, I don't. I didn't. That's not an issue we think about a lot on uh, on backyard citrus. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, but you're you're right. You know the same. You don't you don't want those shoots coming up from the the roots, but that's about the only thing that you really worry about. Uh, but most of the time, we're worried about the foli the uh, foliage and, st- and stems being hurt by the cold, yeah. so we don't. Uh, encourage them by cutting anything off but i get if they put in a couple three years growth you there could be some pruning to do but it's yeah. not not a something that we worry about every year oh, yeah i was i was watching no. needless to say i was watching a video online about pruning them and of course they had a complete and this was not in south texas so i thought i better give you all a call before i commence the pruning but I just thought, you know, some of them have just uh, random branches that are really going, seem like they're going extreme, farther out than the, the bush itself, if you will, or the tree, the body of the tree. And I didn't know, at this point, they're pretty young, and I hated to just start cutting back things. Yeah. So. Uh, any branch that's crossing, so it's going from one side of the canopy to the other, mm-hmm. you might yep. want to take that out. And okay. then, the, and then the sprouts, the water suckers come from the bottom. Okay. Is there now, anything you, I need to do? I need to put anything on the those that like one of the the water suckers, as you call them, coming from the bottom from the rootstock is like as big around as my little finger, for example. And I, I can cut it out pretty easily because it's outside the the rest of the branches. But I just didn't know. If, do I need to put anything on that cutting? Nope. Nope. No, shouldn't shouldn't be a problem. Okay. You just keep track of it. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, sounds easy enough, then. I appreciate your help. <laughs> sure, Tom. Thank All you. Right. Hi, Tom. Thank you. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Any other thoughts on that? Trace, you look like you're going to say something. Uh, definitely get the suckers off before it uh, sends all the energy there. Hmm. It could kill the tree eventually. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay, so we're doing things you should be doing in the garden right now. Okay. Uh, is, we, we've got Ruta, composting. Is Rutabaga one of them? Actually, Calvin mentioned that yesterday, but we weren't going to bring it up again. I got two flats coming. You have two flats of rutabagas? Theoretically coming. Uh, oh, my yeah. gosh. Wow. So you yeah. really. Yeah. Okay, so Calvin honestly needs to do a seminar, you and your rutabaga, where you. <laughs> Only one person. Is he will being show up. serious? What is he. Uh, oh, I, I ordered some just for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, flats or seed for the. Flats. Cool. And now is the time. Now is the time. So get them in the ground. So theoretically, they'll be here this week? Theoretically. All right. Calvin, do you want to, since apparently you're not going to have your seminar next week on rutabagas, because uh, you're busy, I think, aren't you? Yeah. We got yeah, another, that, another other, butterfly. Uh, so maybe next year we'll have rutabaga 101. Once I come here and get my uh, get my rutabaga transplant, is that what I'm getting? Yes. Okay. What do I do then? Then you plant it. Okay. Where? I don't think you have to pot them up. <laughs> okay. Where am I getting that? Where am I planting my rutabaga transplant? In can the I garden. Do, can I do a container? Could, could you be more specific? Uh, well, I don't. <laughs> I, I never think of rutabaga as being a container plant. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But, I I mean, you could. You could. I mm. mean, the, the right. folks will grow turnips for the foliage. Okay. But we generally don't. The thing about... Uh, Rutabaga is takes a lot l- l- longer than turnips to get mature, and uh, it is in in terms of. Uh, and they get pretty big, so it'd have to be yeah, a pretty big do. container. They, get, they can get they get pretty real big. All right, so full sun. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I guess I just planted the, especially since it's a transplant, and then. I'd like to have it in a raised bed. Okay. What kind of soil is it going to want? Is it they're, gonna be? Not, they're not overly they're, fussy. Oh, though. good. I like, I, I like <laughs> plants that aren't fussy. <laughs> you gave me like so many choices. On it. Are you going to uh, try one, Milton? I'm thinking of it. Yeah, why not? That'd be fun. Are they pretty? Pretty. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Rutabagas? <laughs> yeah. Their name is not pretty. Yeah. No, so that doesn't mean anything. Um, you know, they're you, substantial. Yeah. You uh, could You could do this. Later on next month, the 17th of next month is what? Uh, St. Patrick's Day? There you go. So in honor of your 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 large Irish ancestry, uh-huh. you could plant we could you could plant turnips and rutabagas. Okay. And then, you know, you could honor your Irish ancestors. So because of because of before tato, potatoes. All right. That's what they were growing, is rutabagas and turnips. All right. We already have people coming up and asking for rutabagas. Mm-hmm. So if you want one and you want to be on the list, can they do the wish list? Uh, they can, but it's, yeah. it's the- limited. Theoretical. What's that? There's only 36 coming. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I got one. We got a couple already. Calvin's getting one. We're, we're down to 33. So call 210 497 37 Six zero, and they'll uh, tell me you want a rutabaga on the wish list. Two one zero, 
four nine seven three seven. I wonder if there's such zero. a thing as a certified rutabaga garden. I don't think I don't know. You know, no. Calvin, anything's possible. Yeah. You try to do you and that other person try to get the uh, rutabaga club going, the rutabaga society. Both of you tried so hard, and uh, that didn't work. But this could be it. This trace could could be starting a new thing. Maybe the transplants, you know, is what we needed. So four nine two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Call and uh, tell them to put away your. What if someone calls in? Is there a limit? <laughs> uh, Thirty six. Okay. Yeah. Whoever gets to them first. Okay. And you want to you want to give them? Uh, I, I think I, eighteen I we, inches. I hope we have that kind of reaction, Milton. I'll, I'll buy them again. Okay. But it's not my fear is Your that fear. We're, we're not going to have that kind of. Is like two months from now we'll still be going. Oh, we still got the rutabaga transplants. Yeah. Come on, people, for the love of God. And I can see, I can hear us too. We'll say they're just as pretty as milkweed. <laughs> no, I don't think we'll say that. So there is milkweed coming. I know. Uh, I know that you had to, you want to, well, we'll talk about that after the break. We'll take a quick break and come back in a moment. Two one. don't want to mix that rutabaga and that milkweed again. Oh, you get butterflies that do strange things or what? All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. After you plant your rutabaga, head on over to Prusky's on 87 between uh, in Atkins, Texas, between 410 and 1604 to get some, uh, get some meat to go with it. So Calvin would probably recommend you get their potato sausage oh, gosh, with the yeah. rutabaga. I mean, you're... It's like old country Swedish uh, Swedish yeah. sausage. But if that's not your style, Brewski's Market has what's that? Bacon. Bacon. They do have great bacon. Rude they've got uh, butter and bacon. Uh, they've got great bacon. They've got the terrific uh, beef. Uh, they've got the Yanta Ranch's beef, which is the natural beef, which is no growth hormones and uh, no antibiotics. You can get that. Everything there has outstanding flavor. I think that what I like about it, Prusky, so much is all the variety, uh, the great items that you can get, the terrific service, because it's fun to ask questions and say, oh, here's what we want to do. Here's where we're putting together, the, you know, our rutabagas are getting ready to come up. We're putting together a big celebration. Uh, it's going to be like a San Antonio rutabaga fest um what should we get to celebrate at the house and um they'll help you out put that to the test uh, and head on over to Prusky's and let them help you uh with that uh, you'll find all kinds of uh, uh different poultry uh you'll find uh, rabbit anything that you're looking for almost uh at Prusky's market on highway 87 10104 or 10140 Highway 87 in Atkins, Texas. Check them out online at Prusky'sMeatMarket.com. You're going to have fun going there because uh, you'll uh, absolutely uh, enjoy the experience and you'll love what you come away with. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. If you have a rutabaga question, now that we're going to have transplants, you cut straight to the front of the line. Just telling you. I've made that executive decision now. I wonder if there's some historical... Uh, novels about uh, rutabaga. <laughs> I don't based know. Based on rutabaga. Is there any? If I look online, I'll, uh, I'll, I will look now. Well, there is. They do figure in it. 
They do figure in the history. Hallmark film. There's a Christmas Hallmark. Yeah, it is. There is. Uh, so so uh, a young gal, yeah. young executive from New York City comes up. Uh-huh. And, Her uh, car uh, breaks uh, down right in front of right, a rutabaga farm. Right. A, a lonely, lonely uh, widow, a rutabaga farmer. A widower? Yeah, a widower. A widower, okay. Yeah. Wow. You should write they, this. They, these things write themselves. You should write this. Put this down, Mark. All right. And if you want to be in line mm-hmm. for the rutabagas, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm going to look it up and see if there is a rutabaga council. Uh, it's 210-497-3760. Look I'm almost sure there's a yeah. rutabaga Do you remember what it was drama. called? Remember what it's called? Was it uh, rutabaga romance? Uh, or, yes. Uh, it writes itself. Uh, it does. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. Love, Two love in the furrows. The operator standing by at the station says he's heading up for the rutabaga talk. <laughs> so uh, we'll move on. But yeah, you can. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell hey. him I want one put aside. Hey, on that note. Yes. We have roses here. At we do. We have lots of roses. We oh, have uh, it's earth take roses. Me a little while to calm down about the rutabaga. <laughs> it is going to take well, me a while. That's why I went to roses. I've had yeah. another emotional topic that we can talk about. A dozen rutabagas. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says love. Well, I'll get the 33 down wow, real quickly. Dozen, yeah, you need, a, you need a wheelbarrow for a dozen <laughs> yeah. roses. I mean, uh, okay, so rutabagas. roses. <laughs> roses. We have all kinds here. All the all the earth kinds, I should say. Uh-huh. So, There's some um, pretty ones. Old Blush and Mrs. Dudley Cross are my favorites. We have some Martha Gonzalez. That's one of Calvin's favorite. We have Metabolus. I checked yesterday. That's Trace's favorites. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of knockouts. And we have Drift Roses. Yeah, the Drift Roses are whites, real. whites, yellows, um, uh, the, the red. We have a lot of red. And you know what? I believe they're on sale, Milton. I'm going to get the sale right now and tell you. Let's see what we got. They're doubles? In the Rose Department, we have right. La- Lady Banks, uh, just telling you, in the number three, two for 45. Belinda's Dream in the number two pot, normally twenty four ninety nine on sale, two for 45. Our Belinda's Dream is loving this weather, by the way. Our double red knockouts. Then the number three pot, normally thirty four ninety nine on sale for twenty eight eighty eight. Drift Rose, number three, on sale for $28.88. Uh, Antique Roses, two for $45 in the number two pot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's lots of choices. And there's lots of, uh, they're all up there kind of in front of the geraniums. That's good radio, Milton. Yeah. That's good. Oh, pe- up, up people there. can see. Yeah. Right up there. You, you see? Up near the entrance. Look beyond your radio in the car yeah. if you're driving. On either side of the entrance. Yes. Well, it's probably an easy transition. To go from uh, rutabaga to roses and geraniums. Uh, that is. Yeah, I mean, that's why I chose it, because it was easy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. But, yeah, we'll have to talk more about the roses. But is that that we uh, run out of things that we should be doing right now? Oh, no, I was going to ask you about something else. Oh, composting. Okay. So that we were going to uh, sharpen tools if you have not already done sharpen, so. Sharpen your tools because it's time to get out there and prune. There was something else. Oh, uh, knock down your things that look dead. Yes. Yeah, yeah, prune, to, uh, prune, to, prune, prune, prune. Three to six inches down to the ground. Okay. And, and that's your perennials. And, 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 are you going to ignore the tohees and the 
Lincoln sparrows and all those uh, well, ground, ground birds? That's why some people want to prune immediately in December and January, and we don't. We keep the, the, those stems and seed heads for our uh, feathered and furry friends. It is true, though, that the, the, a lot of things are blooming. I mean, are uh, sprouting at this point. Right. Uh, oh, the the those uh, even some of those uh, tropical. All right, so um, there's those two things. Uh, shifting back to compost for a second. Um, why don't I just? Is it good or bad if I'm doing a bed? Let's say. To mix compost with soil and put it in the bed and then plant into that. Ah, great question, Milton. Thank in, you. In the in a bed rather than on top of a, yeah. a lawn. Huh? Yeah, because right. I want to mix the soil in a lawn. I couldn't oh, yeah. really mix. So, yeah, the lawn you just put on top, but you can mix compost. Oh, okay. In the soil, compost. You cannot mix mulch, the wood chips, right into the soil. Or you should not, because you'll get a nitrogen deficiency yeah. called a nitrogen draft sometimes. So, no, no mulch. That's no pretty mulch. okay. And and frankly, uh, we add the mulch onto the beds a little bit later in the spring. Uh, my my time that I recommend it is May, and again in September. Okay. But, uh, but you can add it all all year round. Yeah, I thought that. The- but it cannot be mixed into the soil. What's that? The mulch. The mulch. Okay, and that's yeah. And so along those lines, uh, well, we had this. Did you have to field some rutabaga calls while you were out there? Uh, no, not a one. Not a one yet. Okay, people are waiting until after the show. They just want more information. I bet. Um, well, they just waited for Trace to get away. Oh, now and they'll they, call. They, they came in, came out of. Hey, I'm the one giving it a chance. The yeah. What are y'all talking about? I'm, I actually thought I'll give Calvin a chance. Uh huh. Two one zero four nine seven. 3760 or com. You'll see it on there. On that question we were working on, though, the, 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 that woman I was talking to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a, very, a pretty attractive situation, but she was faced with a dilemma. Not enough not enough sun for uh, Bermuda grass. Mm. And uh-huh. Too much. And, and uh, San Augustine is the same situation. So... One of the alternatives, I thought, and she had these three big dogs, Labradors. Oh. Uh, one of the alternatives would have been a, a mulch uh, layer of about uh, four inches or so because there were. Oh. So, uh, yeah, so there were some uh, folks in uh, Hollywood Park that fostered a lot of dogs. Right. And so they had a continual problem. And so my solution to it was. Six inches of what we call structural mulch or playground mulch. So it has, uh, it's, it's, it's created in such a way that it doesn't have any edges. Yeah. Sharp oh. Edges. So it's, they not, put that, it's not the acorn yeah. shells in there. Yeah. Okay. So, so they, they what, use that. What kind of wood? Because I always thought it was cypress that I saw on the playgrounds. Uh, yeah. It, it's a mix, hardwood, but. Cypress a lot of times is is the preferred one. If you can get cypress, yeah, cypress or cedar, we have it. Yeah, we have oh, that. you do have and it, and we have that too. Do you have the the structural one, the the it, kitty one? It, it is cypress mulch in yeah. a bag, and I've not opened a bag in years. Okay. Um, when they make the cypress 
mulch, it kind of naturally has dull ed- edges to it. So that's a good alternative as well. So I've always sold it because it seems more strippy than the others. So uh, when people have slopes and yeah. want to mulch it, uh, it's the least likely to float away. Yeah, we, we kind of did that with the, the cedar mulch because it would hold together. Unfortunately, it would float away. So it was, it was good that it connected to each other, but it would float when you had a good storm. So that that's an alternative then, is this cypress. And it's attractive, too. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're looking at a, a, a mix, a mulch layer versus uh, uh, scattered weeds and bare areas and some grass that the... The uniform mulch really looks the most attractive. And, and to the me. great thing for Cypress, it lasts a long time. That's good. He hasn't opened the bag in years, and I probably would say that it's fresh. I would have. I would have probably liked the mulch better if the, it was out of the bag, though. <laughs> That's the one I used to use under my uh, shrubs, but since uh, Yuri took my shrubs, uh, I don't have any mulch. Oh, there okay. That's why I haven't opened one in years. Oh, okay. If you had a question, anyway. I did. Thank you. 210-308-8867, number to call for your questions. They're come by Mill Burgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And there are lots of folks out here with plenty of parking, though, not an issue. But uh, it's just kind of nice when you're shopping with peers. So here's my question. Another one. Another one. And it's based on something Mark said, and that was about putting mulch in with your soil. Uh, it would give you nitrogen deprivation? Yeah, something. deficiency. Uh, lots deficiency. Of times called nitrogen draft. All right. So, uh, so uh, yes. it's my understanding that it takes nitrogen for anything to decompose. And wood has not completely decomposed, so that's why it would take more nitrogen? Yes. And steal it? I yes. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. So, uh, so the microorganisms want to do that. They want to de- decompose it. But... Uh, what they do is that they, they steal from all the other ones to, to, to try to do their thing. All right, so here's my question. I'm trying to figure out how to set it up. You've just cut down a big tree in your yard, down to the ground. Correct. Okay, let's say it was an oak. Uh, and you know, maybe you've ground the the roots so it's smooth and you're going to put stuff over it again. That's one option. But then you notice that where the roots were in that area, there's a little yellowing. Actually, there's a lot of yellowing Uh and nothing you plant there grows. Uh Is it possible that your nitrogen deficiency is to blame? Yes. Okay. All right. So so, uh, one alternative and I know Trace has it here. One alternative, if you don't grind it out, that you drill holes in it and you add the potassium nitrate into it. What that is is it's a lo- it's, it's providing the nitrogen for the oh. microorganisms to do their work okay. and, and do it faster. So, Milton, it, you know what balsa wood is like? Yeah. Okay. Real so thin. theoretically, that makes uh, the the cellulose material in the, the trunk become like balsa wood. Okay. Very wimpy. I think, okay. I think there's even instructions where you could get a charcoal briquette. After yeah. it's that way, light it up, get it to, to uh, the the red ember, and set it on the stump, and it'll just keep going down. Huh? There, there's many, many, many Texas methods. Okay, uh, but yeah, we we noticed that and stuff. So, 
Alrighty. Howdy. Can we, do you want to come on the air with us? We, we love the air. It's voice. easy. I can hear it. I can't hear uh, all right, you come. come. Like yeah, come on. Oh, where are the perennials? Oh, she wants to know that. Uh-huh. In fact, we need to take a break. So, Trace, if you'll show her yeah. that, we'll do this. 210 308 8867. We could show you on the radio, but it doesn't translate. Yeah. All right, 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. All right, we'll be back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas live from Millburgers. Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, 210-308-8867. And remember, when you see those creepy crawlers in the house, those ants, those roaches, uh, uh, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control is the place to call. And Warren Remy is the man to talk to now. Uh, there's all kinds of folks over there that you can talk to. You'll be happy with them. But you'll know that under Warren's guidance and supervision, you're going to get a great, great pest control service. Warren said the termites, so they're getting a lot of termite calls right now. Uh, and the cool thing is when he told the story, this is what I like about him. Uh, because they asked the uh, customer to uh, send in a picture. And it turns out it wasn't termites. Now, they could have gone and just treated for termites. Maybe somebody would have done that. But they're going to make sure they're treating for what your problem is. And they work hard to diagnose the problem, basically the the pest, and how the pest is getting in. That's why Spider-Man is so, so successful. And that's why his customers are so happy. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Online at GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com. Stephanie is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing fine. How are you all? Good, good. What you know? Well, you all were talking about birding yesterday in the South Texas. Yeah. And uh, I thought I'd pass along some information to you. Thank you. Uh, there's, a web, there's a website called uh, theworldbirdingcenter.com that uh, gives information about the nine locations in, in along the Rio Grande Valley uh, that range from as far west as Roma to as far east as South Padre Island. And there's uh, a, a page for each one of the locations uh, for the for the birding folks. Uh, a couple other places that are, are also down there uh, is the Santa Ana Wildlife Refuge in Alamo, Texas. Calvin's shaking his head. Oh, yeah. And, San, yeah that's and, a wonderful place. And then the National Butterfly Center, which is south of Mission. It, uh, but all, all of those places are, are right along the river. Yeah. So, uh, they, Very cool. The website, again, is theworldbirdingcenter.com. That's correct. Okay. So, Stephanie, we're going to put you to the test here. Are, are you in San Antonio or near here? Uh, I'm in San Antonio right now, but I'm, I'm back and forth to the, to, um, the McAllen area. Oh, okay. I was going to say, when, when well, put it this way, when in San Antonio, if you were going to look for someplace within a 10 to 15 mile radius of town, 
where would you go for birding, the best birding? Oh, I'm kind of at a loss on that. Oh, okay. Mitchell Lake, Mitchell Lake. Yeah, we need to send you to Mitchell Mitchell Lake. Lake. Mitchell Lake, okay. Have you been to Mitchell Lake? No, I can't say that I have recently. Oh, what do you, what do you just, you got time? Head on over there now. Are they open today? No, okay. uh, but yeah, you'll have to next it, time you come it's through. It's on your way home. We're gonna, you make you our reporter. You can do our report on Mitchell Lake when you come. When <laughs> okay, Calvin, what will she see at Mitchell Lake? Oh gosh, uh, see all the migrating birds, and then you, of course, you see the wetland birds and uh, all of our, our resident uh, birds. So uh, San Antonio is a good place to go birding, but I think. The, the neatest thing about uh, San Antonio and the Valley and all those, they're all close enough that you can mm-hmm. take advantage of. You can be, a, yeah. if you want to be a bird watcher in this area, this is a, it's a spectacular place to, to be a bird watcher. All right. Well, thank you, Stephanie. Yes. You're thank you, welcome. Stephanie. Yesterday, I, was, I, I mentioned all those places, but I couldn't remember what their names were and where to go to find out. So thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, and You're the welcome. website again, theworldbirdingcenter.com. Uh, That's what she was talking about. So, yeah, it says uh, nine unique locations. Um, yes. Cool. All right. So, there, yeah, there are some cool places on there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we want you to go to Mitchell Lake and tell us what you think. All right. Will do. Thank you very right. much. I know I need to be doing something to bring my bats in now, Milton. Um, Yeah, if we have a bat person, call us, uh, 210-308-8867. I've I've left a couple emails, but I haven't gotten anything yet. So I know it's probably bat time. Uh, Is it the bat time? It's the is bat it, time. Is to, that on the bat channel? Yes. Okay. So uh, if you know anybody that's a bat expert that's, that you can call right now and help trace out, well, do you suppose 210-308-8867. Can you be a bat expert that if you spent years trying to attract them and, never, and none of them ever came, like to Steve Brown's? Oh, he never got any bats? No. Oh. It sounds like he me. Got a co- he got a yeah, couple of... I don't of, have any bats. He got a couple of... Uh, uh, dragonflies. No, I think the closest I've got is a wasp. Oh, big. So we need our bat experts, 210-308-8867. And will the bats eat the wasps, or do I need to get the wasps out of there for the bats to want to be in? No, I don't know. Yeah, That's you a good need question. To the bat, so the I bats guess. may eat the wasps, but they, they still need to get them out of there. Cause they will. So i got to put a stick up in there and run? I guess. I don't know. I don't want to spray a chemical. That's a I, good question. Uh, hmm. I, I had an experience like that with my Purple Martins. I was just, you know, r- rushing around cleaning out the, the houses and uh, didn't take a real close look. Went up there in the ladder and faced right into the Martin house and out came all the wasps. Whoosh. But uh-huh. they didn't uh, they didn't sting me or anything. But it well, was uh, shocking. Did, I'm glad you didn't fall because okay. that would have been. Yeah. Oh, James is on the line and he has a bird problem. James, what's your bird problem? Welcome to the show. It's gotten pretty serious. I've got a patio, back porch patio cover, if you will, 
And uh, I got a bird bath feeder, Jason, because I, I do like to bird watch. I have a lot of red birds. Um, anyway, is there an uh, efficient and safe and legal strategy of keeping these birds, mainly sparrows, from nesting under the under your patio cover? Is there a, I don't know if there's an efficient strategy. Oh. Man, they're, make, they're making a heck of a mess, not only with droppings all over the place, especially the patio furniture, but, you know, they're constantly building nests, and I cleaned it off yesterday evening, got up this morning, and there's nesting material everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what the... Uh, I, I I think it I think it is legal to uh, uh, to catch and remove the the English sparrows. It's okay. it's not uh, I don't think it's illegal, you know, because of their okay. uh, exotic. I don't status. I don't know exactly what they were, but I know some are protected. But to be honest with you, I didn't really care. I removed a nest yesterday because it was them. But yeah. where I removed yeah. it, they're already trying to rebuild it less than twenty four hours later. <laughs> wow. That, yeah. That's probably an English. Is it in in a in a hole or in a corner? No, no. Are you familiar with sea purlings are for the like the rafters for the joist, for lack of a better word, the metal. They're shaped into a C, like they're three sided. Okay, it's not. Yeah. It's not. A, it's not a swallow, though, is it? I'm not sure because I'm not real familiar with like the different. Yeah, the, uh, the, sw- the swallows are protected. Yeah, I don't know if it's a if it's a swallow or if it's a sparrow. I really, honestly, I don't know the difference. I'd have to Google that, but I'd identify. Well, swallows are pretty. Uh, sparrows are just nondescript, fat, brown fur. Yeah, that's what. I, then I got sparrows, and I am attracting them. I know with the bird feeder, so my strategy is to try to just put out sunflower seed late in the evening. And that's when the red birds will come in and feed. But um, what they don't eat in the evening, the sparrows are heavy the next morning. Yeah. So I've heard and read on the Internet you could put some little mirrors up or anything shiny or reflective. Have y'all heard of anything like that being effective? Not for English sparrows. Oh, really? Uh, they get used to them. Yeah. I put up a wind chime I mean. yesterday. Um, I was trying anything. I was thinking of encouraging blue jays. Maybe that would, like, force them to leave. I don't okay. Know. I just thought there was some magic bullet. Not bullet. No pun intended. Magic wow. Hey, hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to shoot any holes in my patio cover. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. Okay. I just thought y'all might have something that might work. No. All right. Yeah, we can open it up to listeners, too, if they've done something. Please. Please. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll be listening to the rest of the show. Yeah, if somebody has any ideas, please call in. Yeah, you're probably not the only one, so let's see what happens. All right, that All right, number would you. be two. James, you going to come buy some rutabagas? No, not today. Uh, well, they're not here yet, so you can you, put aside some. I've, I've never, I've never eaten that plant, vegetable, or whatever. I, I really don't know what it tastes like. So maybe, oh, maybe one of these what does it taste like, Calvin? Tastes like turnips. Turnips. Tastes, oh. okay. okay, I'm sorry, guys. I got to run. You run, right. James. You. Bye. All right, bye-bye. 210-308-8867. Bill? Two, yes? I said you, you, didn't, you didn't criticize me. I said nondescript brown fur. 
Birds don't have fur. Oh. They have feathers. They do. But you were talking, you seem to be on a fur kick with your, uh, no, your feathered and furry friends that yeah. you were helping out. Yeah, you were, I always say that because and then there's this look on your face like, oh. furry? Well, yeah. I mean, I get, well, the, like, I get, I get the feathers. I don't know. Some of the furry ones. Squirrels. Sure. Okay. Uh, and uh, I don't know, possums. Yeah, possums uh, are nice. We don't particularly care for raccoons, but they're there. They're on the list. Uh, no. They're mean. Badgers. What? Badgers. We have badgers, local badgers, Bear County badgers. Well, I think they're Wilson County. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. That guy's possible. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Got about four minutes before we get you caught up with the news. Uh, did you, before we, are we, did we, fit, we, we don't have to, if we have to spend more time on it, we can. But after the break, do you want to talk more about things we should be doing right now, or do uh, we do we finish? Well, you know, I, I have to look for a second, but Calvin always has a wonderful section at, on the side of his article in the mm. newspaper. It says what you should be doing in the garden. So maybe I'll take a look at that. Okay, know. you do some studying. We'll do some studying this week in the garden. Then we will uh, talk a little bit more about Calvin. He had a full house here at Millburgers yesterday for his uh, uh, tomato potting up. Yeah, potting up. Uh, rodeo tomato. So about 40 people got potted with you. Yeah. Okay. Um, sounds like a party. It does sound like a party. But if you missed that, there's other things coming up, or is it just the... Uh, is it uh, what, what's coming up, like the Rutabaga Festival? No, the Rutabaga Festival has, is coming up, but no, it's... Uh, aren't you doing some more presentations? Oh, yeah, on sa- Saturday we have a... This coming Saturday. Sa- we have a, uh, a butterfly and uh, milkweed. Okay. Oh, we're going to have that over at the Education Resource Center. Okay. And... Uh, that's a uh, full house in terms of re- registrants, too. Uh, people have uh, called in and, and reserved a spot. And the whole idea is uh, it's, we, we did one here at Milberger's, and uh, it's consistent with uh, what we're going to do for this one, too, is we're, tr- we're trying to work with area gardeners to help them or have them help us figure out what is the easiest milkweed to grow mm. for gardeners and uh, so that in the end we can contribute to the success of the monarch population, and uh, so Millburgers is playing a key a key role in there. Millburgers, of course, uh, supplies the bring, brings in a lot of the uh, milkweed plants that are available. But we want to make three hundred coming out. this week. Wow! Which variety is it? The uh, tropical? tropical. Tropical. That's good. What's uh, coming in? Uh, approximately three hundred milkweeds. Is that a gallon or the number one pot? Number one. Number one, okay. Good. All right. And that might be something, too. I mean, that's a lot, but that might be something you want to tell them to have you get 497 well, those will be here zero, just so. in time for yeah. the, the spring migration, too, in April. Oh, good. All right. Any of the uh, the ones coming in, the Calvin, the white ones? That was a oddity. Okay. So, uh, or a fluke. Okay. So it could happen again. Don't think I'd expect it, but okay. it could happen. I was just curious. All right, and then uh, don't forget on the uh, so-called best day of the year, uh, David Rodriguez will be here. Yeah, um, so in my honor. Tell me, honor. In my honor, he'll be here. 
What? And what, what best day is that again? That is March 9th. Uh-huh. And uh, David will be here. And it's spring vegetable gardening? Yes. Yeah. So uh, that's free. Don't have to sign up. Just show up. It's well, from 10 to 11. Why is it the best day of the year? It's my birthday. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know if you wanted to say. All right. We're going to take a quick break and be back in a moment. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. Come out to visit or call us at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And now back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And as that, we are broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. And all your gardening peers are out here. We encourage you to come on out ask your gardening question in person. Uh, you don't have to come on the air. We're going to ask you to. But if you don't want to, that's okay. We'll make sure you get out of here with an answer to your question. Uh, or call 210-308-8867. And let's see if we can't help you out. All right. Uh, so, Mark, uh, when we left before we got you caught up with the news, you were going to talk a little bit about Calvin's article. And yes. yes, he has some great ideas here. Uh, every time, uh, every week when Calvin writes his article for the Express News, on the side, on the right-hand side, there is This Week in the Garden. And there's some uh, great ideas. Uh, it's an excellent time to be planting shade trees, small trees, and shrubs. Yeah. And Kelvin had some uh, good articles about small trees previously, the previous week's shade trees. So, yes, um, now is the time to plant trees. And there's a great selection here at Millburgers. Uh, let's see. Mow the winter weeds. Okay. I have invaded your lawn. What do you do to kill weeds, Milton? Mow, mow, mow. That is correct. You're learning. Thank you. If you have sandburrs and crabgrass, that's right, do the pre-emergent. And we have some here. Uh, Let's see. Uh, It does talk about classic primula survive the freezes. And we do have some primula and cyclamen here. Mm -hmm. And I do believe they're on sale. Cool. All right, hold that thought because Brian has uh, Brian's going to help answer James's question, I believe, at, or he has more questions at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Brian, how are you doing? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Well, I just want to tell people the sparrows to stop them from nesting under your porch things. Spray WD forty. Like in all the corners and along the beams. And not only does it keep the sparrows away, it'll keep the wasp away as well. And it lasts for about four months. They really take that smell. And I, I've used that. I used to have a big problem with that. And once I started using that, about every four months, I reapply it. No problems. So, so repeat that one more time. Okay, so WD-40, the lubricant that's in the spray can, you spray that, typically I hit all the corners and where the post meets the beam, 
And since I've done that, I've never, I've stopped having a sparrow problem and I've stopped having a wasp problem on my porch. That's cool. Calvin kind of gave you an interested kind of, hmm. Have you heard of that, Calvin? No, I haven't heard of no, that. I okay. haven't heard either. So, great. Thank you. Yeah, Thank thanks, you, listeners. Thanks, All right. Have a good day. Yeah, we Bye. have the best Thank listeners. You. I love Bye. when people call in and help each other out. That's great. 210-308-8867. James, you will have to try that and tell us what happens. Uh, We should have asked how quickly. It sounds like it happens pretty quickly. Oh, gosh, yeah. All right, James. uh, Call us next week and tell us if it worked for you. 210-308-8867. Or when you come by to get your rutabaga transplant, you can tell us, too. All right, 210-308-8867. All right, so I interrupted you. You were going no, over No, things? that was the last thing. Oh, that uh, was? Okay. Uh, that, uh, uh, that if you still have some Primula and Cyclamen, uh, snails and slugs do like those. So okay. get some bait for that. Are the snails and slugs more active with the weather warming up? Uh, I think so. Okay. They're pretty around uh, <laughs> Primula. They're pretty yeah. active. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's one of their favorites. Uh, the strawberries, though. Uh, yeah, that was the other thing. Is I was thinking about that because uh, we have lots of strawberries here, and I would put them in in, in a container or raised bed, a large raised bed, for that very reason. Uh, the primula and the straw strawberries, because the snails and slugs like to get them, and mm-hmm. maybe you could see the snails as they go up the sides of the container. I have uh, I always thought of the pansies being uh, threatened by slugs and snails, yeah. but I haven't noticed a lot this year. But boy, the primula! Yes, if you uh, let them go very long, there they know there's nothing left. It's right. fine. There's funny about the, well, it's not funny, but slugs and snails too are they're they're not obvious and, and to, to, except for the damage they do. Uh, and but if you do a little digging around in mm-hmm. corners and everything, you will find uh, a lot of them. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. On a beautiful South Texas day, we encourage you to just come on out and enjoy wandering around Millburgers. Bring a camera, actually. Uh, take some pictures with your phone and. Uh, you know, Trace had a great idea uh, a couple of weeks ago talking about putting strawberries in hanging baskets. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, he said he would love to do that in December, but he just can't find oh, strawberries at that time. Yeah. So that's yeah. a great idea to, to reduce the uh, snail and slug populations. Maybe put them in hanging baskets, the primula and the strawberries and other plants that those, now the, those now two love. The problem love. with doing the primula... Um, they they grow so low that yes. you, you know, wouldn't see them very yeah. easily, unless yeah. you're at kind yeah. of medium medium level. Yeah, the strawberries would hang over, but yeah, you're right. Once, once the snails and slugs start eating on them too, they're <laughs> shorter and shorter. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah, and you can uh, Google. Uh, a lot of different information comes up, so do your research on this. Uh, you can Google WD-40 and sparrows and come up with some different stuff. Really? Yeah. The, the first question is, uh, is WD-40 safe around birds? They don't like it. They, they don't like it, no. So, 
Um, but it, but this is, but this is talking about putting it like cayenne and seed and stuff. Oh. That's not how he was using it. Anyway, all right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. All right, what else is going on, gentlemen? Um, it's it's. Uh, I mentioned about uh, trees being planted, uh, fruit trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, need, uh, we have lots of fruit trees here, and it is the season to plant fruit trees. My favorites are citrus, pears, and figs. Yeah, I like the. We we've uh, had a lot of questions about pears lately. We always get questions about figs. Uh, and what was the other one you mentioned? I'm blanking out. Uh, figs. figs. Figs, citrus, and, and, citrus and pears. Get, yeah, is, but we've got my, a lot of pears. My three questions. for San Antonio. Okay. You can't go wrong. Are pears as forgiving as like figs? And Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, we had a gentleman after a show yesterday, and he was asking. He had most of the, the pear had died back except one sprout going upwards on the one side, and he wanted to know if he could cut the rest of the tree. And I said, yes. Uh, generally, the rules of thumb are a quarter to three-quarters of an inch you remain on the stub of the tree, and on the backside you cut to a 45-degree angle up towards the sprout. So, uh, so you have uh, a little bit of the, the remainder of the trunk above the sprout, and you can cut the top off, but it, we generally recommend a 45-degree angle on the backside. Okay. So, yeah, and they're very forgiving in that oh, way. Oh, good. Um, so he'll have another big tree in a year or two. So they will grow fast. Oh, and speaking of citrus, so here comes some getting ready to be put out. Is that citrus? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, and it's a train. They're bringing a whole bunch out. Yeah. I mean, they have a whole bunch here already. Must be in order that they put in the greenhouse. Oh, maybe so. All right. So that's uh, things that we should be doing right now. I'm trying to right. think of other questions that we have gotten off the air or on the air. Uh, Millburgers is going to be getting more perennials in, theoretically. Uh, next week, which will be nice. That'll be, I think well, people are ready to. Uh, all those tropical milkweeds. Yeah. Uh, so they had a big order of those. Calvin, any advice you want to give people if they come by a uh, number one pot of the tropical milkweed? Like where to put it, where not to put it, things like that, care and feeding and all that good stuff? No, though one of the advantages of tropical milkweed is that it's uh, easy to, to grow. And attractive, uh, full sun it needs, um, but um, yeah, you put it, you put it in there in the in the backyard, and the uh, monarchs, not just the monarchs, but other butterflies too, will like it for, for the for, for the for nectar. The, yeah. Now, so, and then the foliage is uh, uh, the monarchs and the queen butterflies and. That will need we need to lay their eggs in that foliage. It's the only thing they'll use. So until we get to, until we figure it out uh, all these how to get the native plants to grow back. One of the yeah one of the somebody else had asked me about that. One of the problems uh, of the native ones and and milkweeds in general is that, uh, we don't know exactly how long to germinate or. or 
stratify the seeds. Oh. So on uh, stratification, we want to keep them cold for a while. How long exactly? And then what do we actually do to after the after we stratify them? Do we have to water them? How often do we have to water them? What do they need? All that kind of stuff. So we're still in the learning process. Yeah, we got uh, we're doing we're doing a five week stratification um, based on the recommendation from the name the down the middle native uh, plant group over there in uh, what is our town over there? Georgia? No, Georgetown. I, I, I don't remember. Oh, gosh. Uh, native plant. Uh, it's not native plant either. Oh, uh, Nat- Junction? Native American seed. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Junction. Junction. Yeah, yeah. Junction. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're uh, a partner with us in, t- in terms of trying to be successful. And Douglas King Seed Company is, too. So. And that's local. Yeah. D.K. King. Are you getting any reports on the ones? Because you did this... Uh, in late January, early February, I can't remember the first one that you did here. No, we have not. Uh, we haven't done our, our survey yet, but How I suspect. Did you do it along with the group? Yeah. Oh, How, yeah. What's been your experience? Oh, but you suspect what? I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if I want to give the the data out. Oh, uh, okay. But uh, what you would suspect is. We 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 did it. We did six. We did six native plants, and then we did one of the exotics. Plus, we did two native plants that uh, we have a, a history of being successful with. So you would suspect at this point that you would at the uh, th- things like the uh, the tropical milkweed. We we did some of their seed. They would be up first. And then our, our, our uh, the the other uh, native uh, butterfly weed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you'd expect that would be up uh, just shortly after the uh, tropical, and then also uh, you'd expect that our uh, uh, the the one from uh, what's uh, it starts with an a, a Z Zelos Zelos yeah, yeah I can never remember the name Zy- I just call it Zygo, Zygotes Zy- oh okay Zylotes yeah Zylotes it's, it's something Zy now Zylotes is the the one we had pretty good luck with too so that, that that's what my I'm predicting based on what I've seen so far okay we are hypothesizing that and when do they rep- when do your uh, um, there's a, a word for it when do your little scientists uh, citizen scientists start reporting actually this week oh this week really and when can you give out results well when as soon as we uh, collect the information and have a chance to okay discuss it because we got we let's see we'll have uh, We'll have the new class start on for Saturday, and so they'll get their seeds, mm-hmm. planted seeds on Saturday, and then uh, the new Braunfels group will get theirs on April 6th. So, um, oh my goodness, okay. So you'll have three different periods, and I don't know if you can answer this question or not. 
do you expect the results to vary from group to group or to be the same? Or can you answer that? I, ex- I expect them to vary. Okay. Yeah, because they're the different. Yeah. That's what I would expect. But, but the, the weather has been kind of strange. The weather has been cold for that first group. So they may be delayed enough to come in to coincide with mm-hmm. the second group. That would be we, interesting. But we wouldn't expect the, the third group to have as rate as high as the uh, uh, the other two groups. Okay. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Let's take a quick break and uh, come back in just a second. 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Mark Peterson, Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. James is called back at 210-308-8867 with a story, I think. Hi, James. Welcome back. What's going on? It's not a story, but I, I um, want to thank the guy that just called in. That's a great tip. And what's kind of peculiar to me is everything I Googled never came up with that, but I did Google WD-40 bird repellent. And it says the National Park Service uses that same exact strategy to keep pigeons off the Statue of Liberty, and it's effective for six months. Who would have figured? And it also says uh, most uh, at the bottom of the article, it says uh, many large city apartments use WD-40 on their banisters to keep the pigeons away. So anyway, I I just wanted to call in and and thank the guy, but I never figured that that out probably. Yeah. All right. So I don't All think right. any... Calvin, you've never done that before, I'm guessing. No. Had you heard of it? No. Yeah, well, me neither. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what your results are. The only thing I heard WD-40 off-label used for, people used to spray their plastic worms with it for bass fish. I swear that works, too. I don't know. All right. All right. I'll let y'all know how it works. Thank you. Thank you. Not yeah. Sure. Is that a label is the law thing? Do we have to be careful on WD-40 if the label is the law? Well, like if it's not labeled for sparrow removal? Well, the feds use it, so... But it's not It's not uh, killing, the, uh, killing the birds. Oh, okay. I don't know. It'll be interesting. There's no, take, what... no taking involved. Okay. No ingestion. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And you are right, Mark. We have not talked about tomatoes. We have not talked about tomatoes today. Which is weird. Yeah. Normally we get lots of tomato questions. Mm. Uh, and I didn't get a chance to check because I got set up a little late. I did not either because I was late. I was running late. Calvin, did you see the tomatoes? No, I didn't. I spent a lot of time with tomatoes on Saturday morning. That's but, true. But I haven't done it, done it since. So well, we we know there is Tycoon. Right. And we know there's Amelia. Right. And we know there's Juliet. Celebrity. Is a small one. There's Celebrity. Juliet is a small one. We know there that there, there was Sweet 100, which is another cherry. And there was a red... Uh, a ruby. Ruby Crush. Ruby Crush. And there also were our fish at red one snapper. time. Red Snapper. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. But we're Thunderbird. Uh, but, but, there wa- but there wasn't a Thunderbird. I thought there was. Okay. Thund- yeah, Thund- Thunderbird was here for a while. Yeah, it was here, but I think there it was implied that in it wasn't. Week. Yeah. So, um, so we still have a good selection. Yeah, and I mean, and it is it is time to pop them up in number one or larger. Yeah, keep them out of the wind. I think there'll be some more wind this week. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Maybe Al can tell us. Uh, and it's not going to get cold. It's going to get in fifties and sixties, I believe. Yeah, and actually, that's a, that leads us to another question. Someone uh, emailed us yesterday. I have tomato plants in. One gallon containers. Is it okay to plant them in the ground now or wait? Wait. Wait. Okay. And how long? Would, how will I know when it's time? Uh, so just use an arbitrary date of March fifteenth. Is what has been so uh, about two more traditionally. Weeks. Yeah. Okay. Traditionally, again, traditionally, it's been March fifteenth. Seems okay. to work. And then. Um, do you all do the method where you're burying the um, taking the bottom leaves off of the? Not me. No, okay. No. Um, in other parts of the country, they do that because it's growing all the time, so they're they're pruning up. Oh, and taking it off. okay. But we're, we're not. We have the plant. We want it to grow. We want it to grow fast and quick, and produce. Yeah. And then Fourth of July. Sorry, we're giving you a funeral. Oh, for the. Well, the spider mites. For the spider mite ridden tomato plants, yes. All right. And um, all the varieties that you talked about are the recommended varieties. There's something we haven't talked about in a while. The blue bonnets? Yeah. Yeah, I got some today. Did you? Yeah. We had colors. What's that? Right. I just got blue. We have multicolors over here. I looked uh, yesterday and we had some white ones that are ready to go. Yep. And actually, the white ones are going. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> they are very happy. <laughs> I, I came around the corner and looked to see what's on the on the tables, and I went, whoa. They were uh, eight inches tall. Yeah. They're ready to roll. Uh, but, yeah, we have those. We got the blues. Lots of blues in the uh, oh the single pots, but I can't remember uh, the size of it's four and a it's, half. It's four and a half, I think. The square ones are four and a half? Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. Oh, he's got one of them. Yeah, he's got one right there. Right. No, 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 no. We're just talking about those. We're talking about the size of the little pots. Did you want to come on the air with us? Okay. Got a question from the crowd. Grab the microphone. You'll be on the air. These guys will be able to hear you. What's going on? So how does this work? I got to give my name, address, and credit card? No. Yes. Okay. Just, no. <laughs> no. Okay. You've been here well, before. Did you guys miss me? I mean, you, you I know, you know here the for drill. like four months. I know. Yeah. I know. Did you get your bird feeder? No, you're... Your uh, bird bath. Didn't you get a bird bath? I did. Okay. And, and you know You're what? You're looking at me funny. No, Trace <laughs> told me not to buy a solar one, and we bought a solar one, and it was a mistake. Oh. And, and uh, we tried selling it. No one would buy it. Um, this is really good soil, and I hope I don't get in trouble here. It's from Gardenville. Um, it's I have one of their highest quality soils. Now, the problem with it, I'll, I'll let you take a look at that. Uh, you, you know, you guys have all seen this type of soil. You know, we got like 20 beds because we sit on bedrock and cliche. And so the problem with the soil to me is I, I, there's nothing organic, not enough organic that it holds water. So, I mean, I'm watering like crazy. I, we get stuff to grow both with the vegetables and then all of the uh, other shrubs, flowers that's out front. 
But I'm wondering this year, as we're getting ready to, you know, gear up here, um, if there's something I can be doing to increase the water retention in soil. Well, the... Milton, would uh, you like to answer that question? Is that going to be compost? Yes, that would be compost. Oh, okay. Well, so, I, for the last I, couple of days, I've we've been talking about there. that. Good. Uh, compost increases water holding capacity. Good. So, uh, your soil has some uh, organic material, but I think I would, I would want to get a little finer compost on that. So... That's the stuff that I can just purchase here and put yeah, it in the, the hole in when a, you in plant. It, yeah, in the bag or or mix it in with your backfill. Got it. And put it on top. And it will sink in. That's good. What I've been doing on the vegetables only. I haven't been using it on the uh, on the front of the yard. The vegetables are in the back. Yeah. I've been doing it on the top. Mm-hmm. But I've never really done much more than that. Well, the, the great thing, and uh, we talked about it today, the great thing about compost is yeah. you can put it on top and incorporate it into the soil. Good. So. Well, we have a lot of new planting again this year because mm-hmm. we put a lot of stuff that seems to die every winter due to the freeze. Um, but, yeah, that's what I'll do. That's perfect. Uh, I appreciate yeah. it very yeah. much. Yeah. And I'm it's, sure it's, I'll be back here next week with another yeah, question. Right. <laughs> That'd be okay. We'll be Thank you, Thank you say, we missed you. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you have that's, that you think is dead? Um, let's, let's let them confirm you. It's probably dead. Uh, like if you uh, tell us it's blue plumbago. Uh, you know what? I, uh, no, 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 no. What happened, what happened is we had a, a double whammy. The um, irrigation system... Uh, Failed. Why we were out of town? Oh no! Then we came. Then we got hit with a freeze. freeze. So we got a freeze on top of a lot of dead plants. We did not lose a lot, which is good. We lost a bunch of verbena, which some of it came back. But no, all most of the stuff that we have. Um, the reason why we got to buy more is because we provide. We built more beds at the end of last year. We're all oh, done with the bed okay. building. All done with bed building. That's it. Okay, cool. I'm sure I'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. All right. 210, thanks for being on the air with us. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, and you're welcome to come on by. You can bring your soil with you if you like. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah. So that just to repeat that, uh, you want to increase... Yeah, water holding capacity, reduce your water bill because you are not watering as much, is add some compost, and you do it right now. Okay. And if you originally, I, I, I have a lot of, uh, well, when you buy containers, well, even at the, the, the nursery, uh, quite often, or say roses, quite often there'll be more organic material than than you want. Oh, okay. Because and because of the weight. Right. And so you if you re repot it and then you put you mean put like one third, one third, one third or mm-hmm. sand, soil and compost. That's a much uh, it holds uh especially if you're putting it in a garden it it holds the water much better and the nutrients. But the uh, as long as you keep watering it, uh, the organic material works fine. But yes. you might have to stop your job and and take the leave time so that yeah. you have time to water. It, it's good insurance. It's good buffering agent. Okay. Good insurance. And what will you notice? You mentioned that our trace did that. 
you'll notice an improvement right away. Will you see that, like in the compost and stuff, will you? Not you, want, you, you want to go with my famous story? Sure. What's okay, your famous story. the famous story. So, Have you heard this? Back, may, back, back in the aughts. Okay. Uh, 08, 09. Uh, I was uh, administering a rebate program for compost, mm-hmm. for sauce. And uh, ABC came over and... And he said, we have this wonderful piece of equipment. We can blow saws, biosolids, composted biosolids onto the lawn. I said, great. We're having this event <laughs> in the second week of March. Everyone that's listening is now going, uh-oh. Uh, I, can, I can guess so, what it's so, so the going to keep listening just in so case. So the please. saws, biosolids were blown on half the front. And uh, and then the, we get, the other half was untouched, kind of an experiment for me. And so we did that, and then and uh, it was solids, biosolids, and because of the rebate, mm-hmm. a lot of people were buying compost, mm-hmm. and so we we're starting to run out of biosolid compost, and so we're using product that which should have been composted a few more weeks. Oh. So ABC came out and blew it and everything, and and I walked outside to watch them, and I was overwhelmed with a distinct order. Mm. And I literally was on my knees going, please, Lord, let the aroma go away before their event on Saturday. And did it? Yes, it did. Oh, good. Mostly. But the point of the story is, within a week, maybe, yeah, maybe two weeks, you could see a dramatic difference. Um, the, the the greening uh, the grass on uh, where we put the compost uh, versus where we didn't leave the compost and the uh, the upper management was very pleased. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, and then I I kept him away from the yard for at least forty <laughs> forty eight to seventy two hours. That was smart. Remember, yeah. That must have been difficult. Did yeah. you, it camp? was because it was the front you, front yard. Did you camp out there? Put caution signs. <laughs> Things like that. Nothing to see here. Nothing to move along. Move, move along. along. No, nothing, nothing to smell. To Come on, move along. All right. Um, I do know people. I think they do. Does compost itself have a smell to it? No. Okay. If it's been composted correctly. Okay. So when a neighbor, that's one of the definitions of it. Yeah. So we ha- we had smell. a neighbor. I thought that put down like cow manure all over their yard, but. It, mm-hmm. Could it have just been compost that had not been quite? Compost or cow manure is organic matter. Compost compost tends to be mostly vegetative matter, maybe some or or, uh, some animal product as well, like manure. So, Uh, uh, but but compost varies. Compost is a broad term. So manure can be composted and and be used as compost. Okay. So if you had a dog who loved to go by that house because of the great smell, for apparently for dogs, uh, the first time we walked by, she, like, didn't get off leash, but she pulled, got in their yard, went back on her back, and wow, was, was rolling in it. She yeah. loved it. So would that you guess that was compost or manure? Uh, I believe that would be composted manure. Composted yes. manure. Okay. 
Uh, it did smell bad yeah. too when it rained. So, so yeah, a lot of the t- names are interchange. Words are interchangeable. So they're all organic matter. Okay. Uh, manures are can be compost. Organic ma- or uh, vegetative matter, leaves and gla- grass clippings, rains can be compost. Uh, most of the time, there's a mix. Okay. Of the two, and that is then that's bagged up and sold as compost. So compost is both a verb and a noun. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So two compost or yes. by, buying compost. A compost, yes. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. There was something else that you mentioned that we uh, had not talked about just quite yet. Uh, yes, what was that? We talked about tomatoes. Uh, we did talk- oh, uh, pre-emergence. Oh, that's right. It's still pre-emergent time. In fact, uh, Calvin was mentioning off the air that he used to recommend it on March 1st. Is that right? Okay. So I always thought, you know, Valentine's Day. So somewhere between March 1st or Valentine's Day and March 1st, uh, we apply the pre-emergent. And what what say you, young man? When did you first apply your pre-emergent? Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. There you go. All right. Hey, uh, hold on to your pre-emergent. We got Pat on the line at 210-308-8867. Oh, this is uh, the, okay, this guy we were talking to with the soil, I think. Hi, Pat. Welcome to the show. What's hey, going on? I, uh, I bought a, uh, a load of uh, about a half cubic yard or a cubic yard, I don't know how much, a big uh, load of uh, compost but it's about 18 months ago. There's still a lot of it left, but I have no idea if that's still going to be good. Should I, can I use that, or is it something that it degrades over time and get new stuff? Well, it does degrade over time, but soil's been around for millions of years, and uh, it's still good. Yeah, in fact, the, there you go. the de- degrading, you can argue yeah. that it's a higher quality. Yes, as yeah, I was going to say. I would say it's go. a better product. There you go. Okay. Second question. Um, I assume, and of course we know the joke about that word, uh, I'm walking out and I saw all the roses, including the knockout roses. There, there are no roses that are deer resistant. Is that a safe assumption? That's true. And okay. Maybe, maybe Good. there's Good. some someplace. But yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Well, not in, not in what, what has happened, so, so, though, in San Antonio, they had there, there were some that uh, the, the deer at first did not consume, and then they, as they got used to them, some of those that have uh, really savage thorns even. Well, more. I'm going to assume the bloom is like candy as well. So uh, mm-hmm. there's there no go. thorns. There's no thorns on the bloom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there you so, go. As far as I know, there's there's none that are exempt. All right. I appreciate the, appreciate the time. Thank you both very much. See you next well, thanks week. Thanks for calling. All 210-308-8867 is our number. Let's help David out at 210-308-8867. What's going on, David? Well, I um, purchased a new construction home in uh, New Braunfels, Texas. And uh, the yard they give you uh, has... Um, like Bermuda grass in like 50%, and the other 50% for the front, back, and the sides is uh, bark mulch, which looks real nice. But 
Um, what I'd like to do is take some pictures, and I'd like to bring you know over to you guys. And is there a special department or person that can help me select the right plant? I mean, I just I just don't want to get you know somebody new working there that says, oh, you can try this and try that. I want somebody that can you know been there for a while that you know knows I get the right plants that will do well. Well, yeah. we're all, all the staff is pretty good yeah, over here. Yeah, but we, you know the. We don't do the staff doesn't do exclusive work for uh, a gardener, a particular gardener usually. But it's uh, um, but we can whoever's available will certainly help you. Yeah, he wants uh, to he wants to see if he can talk to somebody about plants for his yard. He wants to come here and just uh, know who to talk to. Yeah, one of the questions I, I want Mary is the most patient. Now, Mary is the I most patient. Ask for Mary. Are you looking for patience? <laughs> <laughs> I want- oh yeah. Well, you know, I'm looking for uh, you know some shrubs to go against the plants uh, to grow pretty, pretty tall, and then yeah. something in front of that, and then I want some look some annuals, some perennials, uh, mostly perennials that just going to come back once they're after they're established. Dave, she'll she'll be able to do help. Yeah, that for sure. You said Mary. Yes, yeah. David. I got to ask you uh, one question first. Are you east of 35 or west of 35? I am. Um, I'm west of 35. I'm west okay, of 35. So, yes. So you're you're on the escarpment and you got thin soil. Correct. Yeah, it's a lot of dark soil. It is a lot yeah, of dark yeah, soil. It's, yep. it's, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, the grass. It's going to be hard to grow the grass because there's not a lot of soil, and the the the, the soil that's on we're underneath the bark is probably going to be thin as well. That's very important because uh, if you're east of 35, you have black line prairie, and that's another plant palette and so that that's one of the things you want to tell the staff here is i'm on the escarpment i'm west of 35 what kind of plants will do well for me well let me take a second um i guess i am i'm, I'm east of, of 35 i remember when they were digging the uh the the slab you know it was a lot of black dirt you know that they dug yes. up. i didn't see a lot of rocks but a lot of black dirt okay okay so that's another Another decision you have to make is just tell them you're in the black line prairie, uh, clay soil, and then that'll be another plant palette that uh, they'll they'll try to work with you with, work with you. All right, so I need to tell her that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Well, no trees. No trees. All full sun. <laughs> That's how we are now. Right. No and, trees uh, at all, all through the sun, yeah. There's some great great trees for that. Uh, my favorites would be the live oak and the bur oak. Okay. If you want to. All right, guys, thank you. I will make an appointment to go. Uh, well, I mean, I'll go over there and, and look for her sometime on the weekend next yeah. week. Good deal. Thanks, David. Thanks, guys. You take care. All right, 210 308. 8867, 210-308-8867. Uh-oh, we're being told we got to go to a break. So back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, 210 210- 308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Still plenty of time to get your questions answered if you have some. 
210-308-8867. Uh, Millburgers open today until 5, and uh, so you can uh, come on by and uh, visit with them, too. Uh, lots of folks out here. Yes, sir. Well, were you... I was yawning, Mel. Oh, sorry, I'm... <laughs> sorry. There's no, no reflection on you. I don't know now. I'm kind of taking this personally. But, uh, yeah. Okay, so what else were we going to discuss? Well, we, uh, Trace came running over. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. And uh, he mentioned that uh, uh, pretty much gallery is gone. Uh, Dimension, he has a couple bags left. and But he's expecting more. Same with gallery. We're expecting some more uh, shipments here this week. Um, and he does have crew left. Mm-hmm. And crew is Big great. Bag. Sorry? Oh, a big bag of crew with him. Yeah. Yeah, he had uh, I, you know, one or two bags of dimension. And I think he has a couple bags of crew. And crew is great because it does both grassy weeds, a la sandbirds, and uh, uh, broadleaf. So crew is really good. Here he comes again. Uh-oh. Waiting. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to what you have left of the pre-emergence. But you are expecting. Uh, yes. So, uh, gallery, I am out, but I found 10 bags. That's not a lot, but I found 10. Uh, oh, that won't okay. be here till Tuesday. Oh, okay. Dimension, I had two, two, when I was walking in there last time, I had two bags left. Okay, I was right. I got a pallet coming Tuesday. Okay. And I have plenty of crew and uh, 50 pound bags. And I was down to two bags of barricade. Oh. And I'll have 20 more probably Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. And again, because I always forget. Dimension's good for grassy weeds. Best for grassy weeds and a few broadleaf. And then the barricade is primarily... Grasses as well. Oh, okay. And, but the gallery is... Broadleaf leaf. mostly, a few grasses. And then uh, the cruise combination. Is literally the two combined in one bag. Okay. It's a big bag, but they, they store well. Well, it's it's the uh, it's the best we could do for since some XL2G was gone. So for people with big areas... Or the capability of storing it, mm-hmm. uh, you actually can save some money. Yes, sir. 210-308-8867. What else is coming in? Anything else? Any kind? Any fun stuff coming? Uh, Melkweed. You mentioned Malkweed the rutabaga. They mentioned the, the the. All right. So the only for sure date on milkweed is the win Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure when the other guy is going to deliver. Is it tropical so, or butterfly Tro- weed? Butterf- tropical butterfly weed. So uh, one guy has 200 coming, but I, we're at his mercy. Don't know when he's going to show up. And then uh, 100 from the guy that should show up Wednesday. Okay. Uh, and then theoretically maybe some catnip. Uh, it's ordered. <laughs> okay. Doesn't mean it will show, but and yes, theoretical is always uh, yeah. a good answer this time of year. Any other exciting theoretical plants that may happen? Um, what about the tomatoes? Oh, yeah. So, yes. Uh, Wednesday, there should be a slug of tomatoes. Okay. Because there's not much right now. I like that slug. Uh, The the other supplier, we are at his mercy, so I don't know. But one guy only delivers on Wednesday. Okay. Uh, He will have some herbs. There's a bunch of of herbs coming, different sizes. We'll have the summer herbs. That's where where I found the uh, rutabaga. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's that same one. I'm from telling the, you, from y'all, the herb guy. y'all are going to get beat up on those things. People are going to be rushing in here. 
It's a good thing he did the parking lot. Yeah. Well, he's. I, I, I heard that he's already arranged to have security strengthen him, <laughs> too. I, I have, actually. We're going to have police here next, one next Saturday and Sunday to help okay. with traffic control. Oh, okay. Because the rutabaga. Because the rutabaga is no doubt. Sure. Or maybe that's because it's getting to be spring. But, yeah, you know, um, is that it? And, <laughs> and people are, like, today has been really busy. It's, yeah. but it's, the cool it's a thing, good February. What's that? It's a good February. Yeah, but you, know, you and I were talking about this, and we can bring it up again, or you can go, ah, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. Okay. Uh, but the... Uh, uh, On the slug, do you know oh, okay. what, what uh, varieties you'll have? I have a list. Ah, okay. So will, will the BHN? No. Nine, no, okay. <laughs> Hope springs eternal. Other types that were Yes, so we have Juliet and Sweet 100. Do we still have those? You have virtually nothing in tomatoes at the second. Oh, okay. It is a hodgepodge fugitive fleet of like 18 plants. Okay. In one, in one flat. Okay. But again, we mentioned it before. Uh, they'll call you when the stuff comes in, so you can call 210-497-3760. Uh, but uh, what I was going to mention is, and again, you can stop me. Don't stop me yet. Uh, but everything is, uh, we all have gotten a new uh, system in place here, and so things move so smoothly. I haven't really, it's been busy today, and I don't think I've seen anywhere near uh, the, the lines that you know we used to have. Uh, like, well, we'll never see that again. Yeah, that's the good part. But there will be lines. Yeah, no, no, I know that. But they move really quickly. Everything, was, everything's faster. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so Milberger's done a good job with that to make things more efficient. Make your make your shopping experience more pleasurable. Uh, anything inside that's uh, in the... We don't have Christmas. We don't have Halloween. Anything mm. inside that's kind of fun? Fun. Wasp and Hornet spray is fun. <laughs> is that right? Are we getting some more? I, I enjoy it every time I get to see a nest and uh, I get to zap them. Do we still have the special on the wasp? We have it, but not on special. Okay. And Our, the, uh, based on the me watching the people that are have to go to the bathroom, when you find the bathroom, it's fun. Yes. I spoke about the older fellow. Yes. <laughs> there are two bathrooms, one it, one behind us and one on it the It depends. Seat. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. It won't be the weekend without yeah, a good, good yeah, trace good, joke. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, and then pretty soon, you mentioned perennials will be coming in. A good chunk of perennials this week. Okay. Anything else in the uh, annual color? Geraniums. Well, more and more. Uh, more geraniums. Mid, uh, you mentioned mist flower and yep. yeah. yeah. What did you say? Greg's blue. Greg's blue mist. And is it normally just? Is it Greg's mist and Greg's blue mist? No, no we, or Greg's yeah. mist is blue. Greg's blue yeah. mist. Yeah. Okay. It's like uh, Lynn's legacy. No, 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 nobody says a whole name for that sage. So. Oh, okay. And then uh, any yes, any hint about zinnias? <laughs> So I saw them available, I thought of you, and I said, no, I'm not doing it. It's still February. And instead, he got rutabagas. Yes. Yes. He thought of you. He just got the rutabagas. Rutabagas instead. I believe their nickname is the Zinnia of Root Crops. Isn't isn't it? I think. I I may be mistaken on that. Uh, (laughs) I'm probably mistaken. Well, we still have a lot of cool season plants here. Yeah. And we're in that transitory period. 
or transition. Yeah, I don't think I think the coldest day is uh, in the this week is the lower sixties, uh, I think, or yes, or the forties, the forties, for, for upper forties, maybe lower fifties. But yeah, it's going to be nice and warm. Almost it's spring, basically yeah. spring weather. I have declared it. Mark has declared it spring. So there you go. If anybody doubts you, just drop Mark's name. Um, did GVST thing go off? Oh, was that last week? Or is it coming up? The Gardening Essentials? No, uh, the Gardening Essentials. I did not go because oh, okay. I had other duties. Um, okay. But I hear it went well. Good. So that's uh, GVST. That's once a month when? on a Monday, on the third Monday, the Gardening Essentials class. Yeah. It's really good. When is Festival of Flowers? It's soon, isn't it? Festival of Flowers? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Spring Bloom. With Oz is always his second week in March. And Festival oh, so of Flowers. Too. Yeah, Festival of so Flowers varies be, a little bit, but it's usually. that special day then, huh? Yeah, it's more important. The ninth is more important. The ninth is always more important. Yeah. But, and Festival of Flowers is in May or June. It, it bounces oh. around. Yeah, but it's been announced. Let's see if I... Can. Oh, it has? Yeah, let me see if I can find that information. Y'all talk for a second amongst yourselves. No. Uh, how quick are you? I don't have anything to say to him. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, well, I'll tell uh, you next week. Okay. We'll make it a tease. Yes, we'll make it on the list to put in yeah. what we're going to talk about next week. Yeah, that's... Teasing. Uh, Teasing. Did y'all, did y'all ever finish what to do for their lawn? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're mowing, we're watering, and we're adding compost. And a pre-emergent... And a post and a pr- uh, yes, as needed. Okay, that seems starting easy. Tuesday. Okay, my <laughs> Tuesday. The pre-emergency. The pre-emergency when it's in. Oh, okay, uh, gotcha. Stay uh, with us, Melton. Stay. Okay, stay well, with I the program. I wasn't sure about it. Okay, all right. We're going to wrap up for today. On behalf of everybody here, we want to wish you a uh, happy and a, a prosperous week. Thanks to Al for doing a great job. I'm Milton Glick. Thanks for listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.